Talk a little bit, Parshas Pinchas, the Indian from leadership, from Anhoge. First of all, the beginning of the Parsha, Pinchas Ben Eloza Ben Aaron Akoyen is appointed a Koyen. And that leadership role that Pinchas takes as a Koyen goes beyond that he becomes the Deli he becomes the Mavasar Sagula. He's the Poisik Achron in every blot in Shas whenever there's a Sophic. And the Gemara says, Take with Tishbi Yatayat Kushis Vavayas. He has an everlasting leadership role. Pinchas. So wanna be aimed on that a little bit to try to get a handle and an understanding. Why is Pinchas considered like the premier manhik? Later on in the Parsha, we have a discussion with the Benoist Tzolofchad and Moshe Rabbeinu. And the Benoist Tzolofchad come to Moshe and they say, Why should we lose out from getting a chilek in Eretz Yisrael? Right? That's, their, that's their question to Moshe Rabbeinu. We shouldn't lose. And they're the ones who ultimately unveil Seder Nachalas. So it almost, at the beginning, it almost seems like Yerusha was unknown until they came, the Benoist Salafchad came, and they revealed to us the concept of Yerusha. But the truth is, that itself understood that this couldn't have been a shaila just for the B'nai Salafchat. Meaning, everybody that died in the midbar, and we pass in that, that the land of Eretz Yisrael is divided to those that left Mitzrayim. So really, that whole door, the whole generation, ultimately was going to have that shaila. So the Gemara actually sharpens the blade a little bit. And the Gemara says that, in fact, this wasn't really a Shaila. We knew that the we knew that this Yerusha. Moshe Rabbeinu knew. The Gemara says over there, Kuf Yates Bava Basle, Yedeya Moshe Seder Nachlis. Moshe knew the laws of inheritance. He knew it was given to him. Not only that, he knew that Benoist Salaf Chod He also knew that Yerusha is not just a son; it's a daughter. He knew the Seder Nachlis. It actually was a very narrow question. And the narrow question was, do the B'nai Salafchad get Pishnayim? Do they get a double Chalik in Eretz Yisrael? Because their father was a Bukhar. He was the firstborn. So the, 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 the Bukhar gets Pishnayim. So therefore, Salafchad was from the Yetzim Mitzrayim. And he was a Bukhar. He was entitled to Pishnayim. Okay, so he, he definitely should be getting Pishnai. But he died. So now they're getting the Yerusha. Do they get the Pishnayim that the father would have gotten? That really was their child. And on that, the Gemara explains that this was a unique question because the Bechor doesn't get Pishnayim on everything. The Bechor only gets Pishnayim, he only gets double from what the father actually had in his domain. What was Bishusav? 
whatever wasn't in the domain of the father at the time of death, even though it was, let's say, an asset that could be liquidated at some time, but at the time of death wasn't in his domain, so they, they get regular Yerusha, they don't get Pishnayim, there's no double chel. The Gemara says the question really was, is Eretz Yisrael music? Or is Eretz Yisrael Roy? Roy would mean it's not there now, it's not a, it's not a current liquid asset, but it's Roy, it's, it's going to come. Potential. And for potential, there's no Pishnayim. And that was Moshe's question, the kids. So although the Gemara gives some understanding as to why this wasn't an olive-based Shaila, but the bottom line is that this still remains difficult to understand. Why were these girls the only ones that had the Shaila? All the Bukhara. Every single firstborn that left Mitzrayim, their children had the same Shaila. This is, it wasn't a Shaila for... This was not a Shaila regarding Benoi Salafcha. Not only that, it wasn't a Shaila only to get to woman. It's true, the Gemara says that Benoi Salafcha, they were smart, they were, they were educated. This is before the seminary days where the woman didn't necessarily learn the intricacies of Allah. But they were different, they were unique. But still in all, every single Bechal had this Shaila. This is nothing new. So if that's the case, how could it be that these were the only girls that came forward and said, you know, we should get Pishnayim? So that's a that's a that's another question. Another another chalik of that question, I would say, is that you see that the Benay Salafat came with a premise that it should be theirs. They almost had a a, a pre existing legal position. That Eretz Yisrael is muhzik. It is in our domain. You have to know why why would the B'nai Salafchot have a have a preconceived understanding in Aloha? You have to know what it's based on. Okay. Lastly, when the B'nai Salafchot come to Moshe, they make an ordeal about their father. Avinu, Meis Pamidbar, our father died. And they said he didn't die, Loi Becheta, he didn't die because of his own chet. He died because he uh, he didn't die in the in the in the, in the Adas Koyrech. I'm sorry. He died becheta. He died with his own his own avera. That's what the Bnei Salafchad told Moshe. In fact, the Chazal tell us that one of the reasons why Moshe couldn't answer the Shail himself was because the moment they said our father wasn't from Adas Koyrech, in a sense they were making Moshe negir bedava. They were telling him, listen, our father he was a loyalist. Our father was not against you. Our father didn't join up with Kairach. So by them saying that, they, 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 Moshe Rabbeinu felt upkepasled. Who am I now to paskin? They already, they already put me on their side. Okay, anyway, that's a, a different nekud. But the obvious question is, why did they even go down that road? The Shiloh was Allah Shiloh. They should have just said, Oh, Vinumais. What do you have to bring up that your father died because of a chet pechlal? And, uh, and, and period. Okay. Now, so that's really, 
as far as B'nai Salofchot, that, that's, that's, that's the end of that parasha. I just want to ask one more Nakuda. We see that right after B'nai Salofchot's Yerusha, Moshe Rabbeinu comes and he asks for a leader of Klal Yisrael. And Moshe says, this man should be you Hashem who know the Ruach, know people's thoughts, you should pick somebody that has that ability and then Moshe uses the phraseology very specific somebody will go out in front of them He'll take them out. He'll bring them back. Very, very meduktik. Some of the Bali Musar explain that Moshe's intent, when he said, he meant there should be a leader that, that takes a leadership role, meaning he doesn't, he doesn't turn to the people. He doesn't look or see what the people want. The Gemara says in Sanhedrin, in Perak Tzadi Zayin Omer Aleph, that in the time of Mashiach, you'll have the leaders of the generation, it'll be like the dog. The leaders will be like a So one of the interpretations is that the dog very often runs ahead of his owner. If you look at people walking their dog, and more often than not, the dog is running ahead. But although the dog is running ahead, the dog is always turning around to see where its owner is going. And if the owner the dog goes that way. The owner so the the perception when you're looking at when you're looking at the picture, it looks like there's a the dog is leading the owner, but anybody with a bizzle seichel understands that the owner is really leading the dog. And that's what the dog means that that that, that generation will never fall to a madrege where the leaders of the generation are looking back and seeing what the, where the door is heading. And in that way, the leaders are, are going. That's a pshat. So some want to say that that's what Moshe was trying to say, that no, I'm looking for a leader, a real leader that will be really lifneim, the really yovay lifneim, really yotziyim, really yoviyim. Not somebody who's going along with the crowd. That's one of the mahal. No question that there's truth to that approach. But I want to bring out another nakudem, perhaps. I mean, it, it mates with this pshat, but it's a... The pshat, I think you could say, is like this. Years ago, we came up with a mahalach in B'nai Stolofchot, which I felt, perhaps, has some, some emes, some truth to it. B'siyat HaDishmaya. The Gemara says in Masechah Shabbos that the Mekosh is at Slavchot. The Mekosh, the man who actually either trapped the wood or gathered the wood on Shabbos, he was Mechal Shabbos, and then ended up being put to death, he was Slavchot. And the Gemara has a whole discussion in Masechah Shabbos whether they should reveal it, that the Torah, if the Torah didn't say it, what are we revealing it? Anyway. But the Gemara says, L'shem Shemayim Neskavit. He wasn't doing the stamaze. He wanted to show people Chil Shabbos is Chil Shabbos. Don't think Chil Shabbos is a joke. And when we say that there's a Chiv Misa, there's a real Chiv Misa, and here it is. 
So the Poshas Drochim, it's already brought down in Rashba, brings down what, what was the question, meaning that Chil Shabbos Chiv Misa, everybody knows that. That's like Olive Base. What's, what we need, we need a, a martyr. We need a martyr to teach us that Chil Shabbos is a, is Chiv Misa. That's the Olive Base. The famous Kash. So the Rad, the Poshas Drochim, brings a Rashba, that the Emesis, that after the chet of the eagle of the Meraglim, and it was decreed on Klai Yisrael, they're not going into Eretz Yisrael, that generation. There was a misconception that now we're no longer obligated. Because the Torah was given to us, conditioned. It says, Laman So they had an understanding that the Torah is linked to Eretz Yisrael. To some degree it's true. The Sifri says that even after we're in Golos, we still have to keep the Torah. Because the Torah wants us to be familiar. It's a hasha later on in Dvorim. Brings the Sifri. Means that the, the, the Torah was linked to Teretz Yisrael. Memela, they weren't so off when they thought, oh, you know what? Now maybe our obligation is weakened to keep the Torah. And that's why right after the Chet of the Meraglim, Tzlofchot went and he did what he did. To make sure that this mistake doesn't catch on. Comes out, he was moist nefesh to teach halacha to Klal Yisrael. He was takat tzaddik. But what was his mysterious nefesh? He taught Klal Yisrael that the idea, the idea that there is a chiv misa, even though it's linked to Eretz Yisrael. So here's where the Nekudah comes through. Says the Proshas Drachem. That's because Eretz Yisrael muhzek because Eretz Yisrael was already muhzek to us the second we left Mitzrayim. And Mimele, even though that Eretz Yisrael is considered muhzek to us right away. So it was already ours. It's already ours. So Mimele, it was already in our domain. So it comes out that Slavchot is a very deep idea here. Slavchot was moiser nefesh to teach Klal Yisrael that Eretz Yisrael muhzekes. So I said very simple, that's why it was his daughters who saw their father's Messiris Nefesh, who saw their father giving up his life to teach this lesson to Klal Yisrael. Memela, they were the ones who had in their blood to say, we should get the Pishnayim. Eretz Yisrael is Muchzik. And the Rai is Avinu Meis Pamidbal. He died for that reason, for that cause. Moshe Rabbeinu saw in this a tremendous thing. Moshe Rabbeinu saw that in order to be Mechanech a family, in order to be Mechanech a generation, you need Mesiris Nefesh. Because after all, everybody was witness to what happened to Tzlovchot. But his children woke up. His children who felt the mysterious nefesh of their father, they were the ones that woke up and said, Eretz Yisrael, Silano. And Moshe saw everybody else was sleeping. Those that felt the mysterious nefesh of the father, who knew what the father did, who understood the father's intent, and they felt they were able to touch that mysterious nefesh, they were cognizant of the status of Eretz Yisrael. 
What a lesson in chinuch. What a lesson when you want to impact a generation, when you want to impact anyone. How much your heart and soul is moiser. That's the impact that's going to happen. That's the outcome. And the Mela, now we understand why they were the ones that came forward. And therefore, when Moshe Rabbeinu saw this picture, it was a time to ask for leadership. Rabbeinu we need a special leader. We need a leader, not the leader who sits in his palace and strategizes, but it's not Moshe Nefesh. Because that kind of a leader will not impact the generation. He may be brilliant. He may have great strategies. Whether it's for Ruchnias, whether it's for Gashmias. But we need somebody, This was something that was born out of the story with Slavchot. This would be another explanation why he asked for leadership here. Rashi gives another pshat with Yerusha. But this would be another explanation. Why this is where leadership is unveiled. And Memele, the beginning of the parish of Pinchas, that literally gave up his life. And I spoke last night, he actually jeopardized his kahuna because normally a koyen shahara gets hanefesh. His lo says kapov, can't even do it. He totally was moister himself for the generation, but gashmius and baruchnius. he put his life in danger. He definitely, mamish put his life in danger. As Rashi starts the parasha, he was viewed upon as a murderer. He put his spirituality in jeopardy, spiritual leadership. He showed the Messirus. He becomes that leader of all time. He gets the briskun asoylam. He becomes the take, he becomes the tishbi yitaretz kushis vavayas. Okay, guten Shabbos.